Come be a part of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics with your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. Hear the voices of liberty speaking all across America. Doc Holliday provides thought-provoking interviews and commentary about the issues and actions that are afflicting this country and what we need to do to get America back on track. Get fired up. Get inspired. Get on board with Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right now. Once again, that's the sound of rock cracking, and this past week, the rock was cracking in New Jersey and in the state of Virginia. Rock splitting politics, coming right at you. This is Dr. Ed Holliday. I'm your host. You're listening to us right here on webtalkradio.net. That's webtalkradio.net. We're glad to have you. Exciting week last week in the state of Virginia and also in New Jersey, and we're going to talk about that. And we're going to just look at some of the implications. Could the old political order, now what is the old political order? Well, we'll talk about that. And it could it be cracking, rock splitting politics. Maybe that's what's cracking on the door of the old political order in these uh, newly minted uh, blue states like Virginia and the old blue state like New Jersey. But these blue states are starting to crack up some. So why? <laughs> why? And what would be the underbelly of, of the whole Democratic uh, plan for the last 50 years? Well, we saw a huge crack in that, and nobody's talking about it. But we're going to talk about it this week on Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. Let me... Uh, we're going to play some clips in just a minute, some winning speeches, and I'm going to tell you what is the underbelly of the Democratic uh, uh, stronghold on so many blue states. And before we do that, though, I want to look first at New Jersey. There was a very, very close governor's race, which no one thought would be close. No one thought it would be close. And you, you still, with New Jersey, you just wonder how in the world some of the votes came in at the end. But I won't get into that, but I will say that what is shocking in New Jersey is such a blue state and almost losing the governor's seat, but there were some seats lost in the assembly. And this is the, (laughs) I think, of all the stuff going on, of course, governor's seats are big, but guess what? Uh, In New Jersey, (laughs) the, uh, there's a, there's a, uh, the Senate, President Steve Sweeney, Democrat, and uh, he he's getting beat by a Republican. And not only that, the there's a Republican that I think he spent a hundred and fifty dollars on his campaign, and another one spent under two hundred. One of them uh, in Sweeney's uh, seat is the Republican truck driver who spent less than two hundred dollars on his campaign. <laughs> <laughs> can you can you believe that the head of the Senate of the state of New Jersey was so uh, people just you know everybody just assumed he's going to win and our truck driver thank goodness for our truck drivers that are willing to go out and and 
do their public service. And now it looks like, at, at uh, as we're recording this, it looks like he's going to win the seat against the well-known Democrat leader of the Senate there. And <laughs> maybe there should be some good things coming out of New Jersey. We, we talked about in the last congressional election where uh, Congressman Jeff Van Drew, does that ring a bell? Well, he he was the one that just the Democrats pushed him and he just didn't feel like impeachment was what needed President Trump needed. And when he refused to vote for impeachment, they just castigated him, said he wasn't going to win a primary again. So he switched to the Republican Party and they put running against him one of the uh, famous Kennedy uh, family member. And and guess what? Congressman Jeff Van Drew as a Republican supporting Donald Trump, he won re-election, and that was in New Jersey. So what's happening in New Jersey? Listen, there, evidently there's some awaking up there, and now there's something that I told you about. The old political order is cracking, and what is that? What the Democrats have adhered to and it, what they've kept together, it's almost unbelievable how they kept a coalition together of fear. And we saw it again in this uh, governor's race toward the end when, when uh, Yunkin, the Republican, was gaining traction and making the race not even, it was close, but he's behind. And then all of a sudden he came to the lead and and they had this uh, whole, whole campaign just brewing on racism and putting Yunkin and trying to paint him as a racist Donald Trump, which Donald Trump has never been racist. And when, when people who know him, Herschel Walker, Alveda King, others that I know know him have told me they know him personally and they have not seen racism, racism exhibited in his life, in his personal life. And so when we had Virginia being Yunkin being called out and trying to call him a racist <laughs> and guess what the Republicans elected the Republican lieutenant governor candidate is Winsome Sears she is black and she ran on a Republican ticket and she won she is the first woman of color to be lieutenant governor in the state of Virginia and how many how many CNN uh and MSNBC, NBC, ABC, CBS, how many have been proclaiming that historic achievement? They haven't. They haven't heard anything. They're trying to cover it up. What the truth is, the Republicans elected a strong lieutenant governor who happens to be black. And she is standing strong. And that is what is the underbelly of the Democratic Party the last 50 years. They've used fear into the African-American population and promised them every four years, vote for us and we will, uh, we will make your life better. And the cities are filling up with more and more African-Americans who are frustrated. We saw that in the riots uh, last year frustrated and yet they keep voting for the party that's not delivering so now we have winsome sears and she garnered some black vote to come in and vote republican 
many of the parents in the schools when when the uh, Virginia Democratic candidate Terry McCullough said, "Hey, parents don't need to be in education. They don't need to be having a voice in their children's education." That offends me. I wasn't a voter in Virginia. Couldn't vote. But if somebody tells me I don't have a say-so in my child's education, I don't care if I'm black, brown, yellow, red, white, green, or purple. <laughs> I want a voice in my child's education. And and that's why Yunkin won. He got black vote. Winsome Sears got black vote. These, these Republicans. The Attorney General was Latino, first time ever in uh, Virginia uh, for Attorney General, the Republican. Now, how many of these barrier-breaking pioneers in politics, how many times were they praised by anybody? Maybe Fox News. But the press was just leaving that alone. Why? Because I've told you what the underbelly of the Democratic Party is. It's having to have 90 you know, 90% or higher of the black vote in order to win their states, their districts, their elections. Now, when Winsome Sears wins the lieutenant governor seat of a blue state called Virginia, has been a blue state for over the last 12 years for statewide offices. And, and the Virginians have had a hard time getting any Republicans elected on statewide basis. And yet they won the governorship, the lieutenant governorship, and the attorney general with minorities. And and where is the praise that what the Democrats would be calling out if if the media they'd be calling out if they were Democrat? But these uh, Winsome Sears is an African American. So let let me play some of her uh, victory speech. It's wonderful. So let's, let's play some of that victory speech right now. This is Winsome Sears, the new, will be the new lieutenant governor in the state of Virginia. I'm telling you that what you are looking at is the American dream. The American dream. When my father came to this country August 11th of 1963, he came at the height of the civil rights movement from Jamaica. He came, and I said to him, but it was such a bad time for us. Why did you come? And he said, because America was where the jobs and the opportunities were. And he only came with $1.75. $1.75. Took any job he could find and he put himself through school and started his American dream. And then, yes, and now he's comfortably retired. And then he came and got me when I was six years old. And when I stepped on that Pan Am Boeing 737 and landed at JFK, I landed in a new world. And so let me tell you this. I am not even first-generation American. 
When I joined the Marine Corps, I was still a Jamaican. But this country had done so much for me, I was willing, willing to die for this country. say to you, victory indeed. But I, I say to you, there are some who want to divide us, and we must not let that happen. They would like us to believe we are back in 1963 when my father came. We can live where we want. We can eat where we want. We own the water fountains. We have had a black president elected not once, but twice. And here I am, living proof. In case you haven't noticed, I am black, and I have been black all my life. Now, what a wonderful speech. And yet, I bet that scares Democrat operatives to death why because if more and more african americans vote for Repub vote republicans if they have candidates if the republican party puts up more and more african american candidates and supports them and more and more african americans decide hey we're going we're tired of 50 years hadn't got anything haven't moved forward like we were supposed to like we were promised maybe they should try another party and that's what Winsome Sears is calling people out come vote for me and she won the lieutenant governor in a blue state in a blue state Virginia has been solidly blue for 12 years with all the northern uh, Virginia communities right outside of Washington D.C. they have been just they, the population has just turned Virginia into a blue state there and yet Winsome Sears African-American Republican won that race now uh, the governor the new governor will be uh, Mr. Yunkin and he has a great background and we're going to play uh, a part of his speech in just a moment but first let me remind you you're listening to doc holiday's rock splitting politics you're listening to us right here on webtalkradio.net that's webtalkradio.net glad to have you hey we got a book out it's called bedrock truth if you don't have that copy of our book yet and it was written by me and uh dr alveda king and dr alex mcfarland uh you can go to www.docholiday.com dot org that's holiday of two l's in it and uh, we'd love to get that book out to you and it's a book explaining the bedrock truths that we value here in america and many of the socialists and progressives do not value those bedrock truths and maybe we're getting back to that toward that and i will say one thing that uh Right here at Rock Splitting Politics, we like to say we want more freedom, more liberty. And that's what we're working for. And when I see people standing up, when the 
when Terry McAuliffe, as a Democrat, supporting a teachers' union, saying that parents did not have a role and did not have should not have a voice in the children's education, then that is that more freedom and more liberty? No, it's less freedom, less liberty, taking away your liberty to, to uh, be a part of your child's education. Does that mean parents can rule and say we want this? One or two parents or two? No, they have to come together, and that's what the parents did. They came together and they thumped. They gave a big thump to the Democrats in the state of Virginia. So now that puts the Republicans in a position that they've got to govern. And one of the things that is unusual is seeing Republicans being praised by the voters, saying we. Or we want the Republican idea of education and how to educate our children. That's what we want in the state of Virginia. So listen, to, listen now to the speech, part of the victory speech of Mr. Yunkin, soon to be governor of Virginia. My fellow Virginians. We stand here this morning <laughs> at this defining moment, a defining moment that, yes, started with two people on a walk, and a defining moment that is now millions of Virginians walking together. walking together, sharing dreams and hopes, just like the ones that have always been planted on my own heart. Dreams and hopes for a Virginia that soars, a Virginia that never settles, a Virginia where the Virginia promise comes alive for everyone that calls this Virginia home. Together. Together, we will change the trajectory of this Commonwealth. And friends, we are going to start that transformation on day one. There is no time to waste. Our kids can't wait. We work in real people time, not government time. And so on day one, we're going to work. We're going to restore excellence in our schools. We will invest the largest education budget in the history of the Commonwealth. We're going to invest in teachers, new facilities, special education. We're going to introduce choice within our public school system. How about that choice within the public school system? 
We're going to start with 20 charter schools, and we are going to make a down payment and close the gap on giving parents an opportunity to select where their kids go to school. Friends, we're going to embrace our parents, not ignore them. We're going to press forward with a curriculum that includes listening to parents' input, a curriculum that allows our children to run as fast as they can, teaching them how to think, enabling their dreams to soar. Friends, we are going to reestablish excellence in our schools. fighting for parents and students and teachers and our schools. Friends, we will reduce our cost of living. On day one, we will declare the largest tax refund in the history of Virginia. We're going to eliminate the grocery tax. Suspend the most recent hike in the gas tax. Double everybody's standard deduction. And we are going to cut taxes on the retirement income of our veterans. Well, did you hear the excitement in the voice of uh, Governor-elect Yunkin? And did you hear the excitement of the people in the party, the people of Virginia? Now, this is what did you hear the excitement of Republican strategists all over the country? Here we had a Republican who won in a blue state on the education issue along with taxes. And, and, but do you, th do you know there are some Republicans out there who are salivating about Yunkin in Virginia? Some of them may even say, hey, this could be presidential timber right here. Why? Well, it's easy to say. He won the suburbs. Do you have a candidate that can win the suburbs across the country? Then you have a winner. There's some Trump people already saying, we want Trump to run. And now, you know, he's probably not going to pick Pence again. Pence is out as vice president. Who would he get? Oh, well. Trump almost won Virginia the first time, got soundly beat the second time if uh, <laughs> if there was no monkey business with the voting in Virginia but in 2020. But what if the Trump people are going, look, we got Trump, he needs a vice president, why not somebody like Yunkin who can win the suburbs and who could bring the state of Virginia into the Republican column Wow, now that would be, that would, that's what has Democrats looking for ways to disqualify Trump even now. <laughs> so, and, and it is funny. Now, uh, you know, for people who won't like Trump, and, and we like him here on, the, on Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics, but he is drawing so much fire that they, many media, Republican and Democrat, but they've 
trying to show Yunkin can win without Trump. Not only that, they said Yunkin won because he stayed away from Trump. Now, that's not true because Trump did call in. Yunkin didn't want any of the top Republicans to come in and help him out because he wanted to be a Virginian vote. Where McAuliffe brought in Obama, brought in uh, Kamala Harris. And you may not know it, but Kamala Harris <laughs> made the statement that whoever won this this Virginia governor's race would be a precursor who was going to win in 2022 and in 2024. She made that statement. We have to win because whoever wins this governor's race in Virginia means they will win in 2022 and that party will win in 2024. Kamala Harris said it. That shows you what an inefficient politician she is. And that's why Democrats are pulling their hair out because uh, Biden and and oh, it's reminding me when he visited the Pope, he was slowed down, and people didn't know why he was so slow. And it was uh, reported that he had trouble with uh, uh, maybe needed a bathroom break or something. I'll just leave it like that. But the Democrats have got Joe Biden, who did go into Virginia and. and campaign for McAuliffe and didn't help him. It didn't help him any. But Kamala Harris, when she said, <laughs> she said that whoever won that governor's race would end up winning, that party would win in 2022 in congressional elections and also in 2024. Because she was sure that Terry McAuliffe was a shoe-in that she made that statement and it'll be played over and over in some places I expect in the next couple years. Wow. That that was a big day in Virginia. We've covered so much rock-splitting politics, and we've seen some cracking going on in the state of Virginia. Actually, the state of Virginia went in governorship and the uh, uh, lieutenant governor and with the uh, district attorney. And it's bringing in uh, the uh, uh, Latino vote and the attorney general and, and the some black vote with the lieutenant governor there, uh, a Republican. And so is the underbelly of the Democratic Party being exposed? Could could Winsome Sears join people like, uh, uh, you know, Senator Tim Scott from South Carolina, Congressman Byron uh, Donald from uh, Florida? And, and if the... Republican African American elected leaders were able to put together something that would be strong and similar to the Congressional Black Caucus, but a a Republican black leadership team would the underbelly of the Democratic Party be threatened? Well, it is because you don't hear anything about Winsome Sears being the first woman of color as a lieutenant governor. Have you heard it on MSNBC or CNN or NBC or CBS or ABC? You have not because it is the underbelly of the Democratic Party to expand into socialism. It's being threatened by African Americans who are tired of the democratic promises and getting them out and being uh, all the charges of racism and everything some of them are starting to say you know what we are being used 
and they've joined the Republican Party. Some of them are voting as Republicans, and some of them say, I'll vote. I'm not going to show, uh, I'm not going to join the party, but I'm going to vote Republican. When that happens, our country will be stronger, more diverse. You talk about diversity, you put African Americans in the Republican Party, this country will be stronger, better. And we will see communities of color being strengthened by more and more blacks into the Republican Party with their leadership skills, with their ways to win and be in elected offices. And what will happen is the representation in the black communities will be strengthened and stronger. And I guarantee you we'll see better things happening with businesses, entrepreneurs, and and schools. Look what Virginia's going to do with their schools. For too long, the socialists have been in charge, and they need to be shown the door. Kick them out like they did in Virginia. All right. That's Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to us. And, wow, was there not some rock splitting there in New Jersey and Virginia. And may it continue on as we can move this country toward more liberty and more freedom. God bless you. See you next week. Thanks for joining us today. And remember to listen again next week for another edition of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You can order Ed's new book, Bedrock Truths, by clicking on the book cover right in front of you on the screen. Or visit DocHolliday.org. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you again next week.